You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check waifu waifu Tell Is that you? Yes it is What's up uh, 216 Polo ah, This is episode 125 Of Mike Check Waifu Waifu As always is brought to you by Lube Complex Make sure you go to LubeComplex.com And use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart It's also brought to you by Don'ttalkshop.com After that is coming later Uh, Yeah so this episode We are Going to be di- discussing A lot of things A lot of questions That came from Twitter um, as well as a show that people been wanting us to watch and discuss, we're going to discuss it here for you today. Um, there's a couple things I wanted to start off just off the jump. Um, I'm gonna go right over to forgetting to thank our Patreon producers because I don't have a third monitor, so everything feels weird. Um, let me thank our Patreon producers, which we have a new one of today. To thank we love you already we love you already thank you so much for producing this episode and many other episodes of the podcast to start off we got ab aaron brown he got a question in there that we already answered um but apparently we're gonna answer again thank you so much ab dre to go g shout out to dre uh lisa shout out to Lisa for producing this episode of the podcast ked the pro explicitly and monique williams oh as well as nachi heads up Guys, everything's okay. I heard from Nachi. I talked to him. I don't know if you want me to share what's been going on, but I just want everybody to say congratulations to Nachi um, until he gives me permission to say what he had going on. Just, you know, congratulations to Nachi. I'm going to just say that much. Congratulations, big homie. Shout out to you, brother. Um, Yeah. Let's talk about this episode. Um, Now, I'm only functioning with two monitors right now, so I got to try to maneuver around everything as well as keep tail pulled up on one monitor also have the freaking podcast recording on this monitor it's 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 it's, cool. it's gonna be a travesty we got a lot of dope questions from twitter um but before we start that tell well, how you feeling oh yeah i'm good i'm good it's a pretty good day um kids been great all weekend because you know my wife's best friend was in town mm-hmm. so they, they were showing out for her giving her the best time <laughs> so it, it's been good we i'm actually relaxed and chill it's just been a lot you know yeah it's good to hear man yeah she's 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 amazing yeah uh shout out to julianne we appreciate you we definitely do been a long time since i've seen her talk to her but i'm sure that'll change when i get back down to houston but for me right now obviously I took a quote-unquote vacation. Yes, a vacation to Ohio. <laughs> if, if y'all know, if y'all know, Polo don't take vacations for real. No, I had to, I had to, come, I had to come back and visit my family because yesterday was my niece's birthday. Um, I love it. So I was I was up there, uh, here, up here with my family, spending a bunch of time. My mom made some meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and green beans. Best dinner I had in about years. <laughs> so good. Uh, my niece was uh, obviously adorable as always. She just turned two, so happy birthday, Skylar! So, yes, her name is Skylar. <laughs> <laughs> here's my here's my uh my speculation. 
Polo will take more vacations now that he lives in Texas mm. because because he's further away from family. Mm-hmm. And now he needs that time to recuperate and, and hang out with them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited for that. Because uh, vacations, you, you never, you always been, you work too hard, bro. Yeah, the problem is, is that I don't, since I don't have a job now, I, it's easier to do. The difference is I was just working so much for a very minuscule amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> that it, I mean, it just, I don't know. I don't know. But now it's just a lot different. So I'm going to be spending a lot more time visiting them whenever I can. It's just, I fucking hate that drive, man. Thinking about it, I'm still exhausted from it. It's, it of took course. me about 20, 21 hours, which was actually a little bit longer than the last time. Which is funny because I slept more last time on, on the trip down there. But for some reason, man, I fucking hate. Sorry if anybody's from there, but I fucking hate Tennessee. I hate driving through that state with every fiber of my being because their driving is terrible. They just they can't drive there at all. Awful, bro. And then that I fucked it. I fucked up the timing of it. I timed it to where I was in just one small part of rush hour for Tennessee. I can't like it's awful, man. It's bad. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like that state. Um. Anyway, let's uh let's talk some anime. This is an anime podcast, after all. We are here to discuss anime. So tell, uh, there was uh a lot of hubbubaloo about a show that everybody wanted us to watch. So I'm gonna go over to two questions that we have, actually. Right. Um, one being from someone who's new to writing questions on the Twitter, and this time I didn't bookmark him because I'm a doofus. It'd be uh, like that sometimes. <laughs> um, I hear it is. It's from uh, at, let's see, I'm gonna say f- Frozen, Frozen, Frozen Paradise. It's spelled with a ph though. I like. I kind of like okay. that. Um, he says, uh, "Need a take about how ranking the kings of, is so slept on." Um, and then to follow that up real quickly by uh, at Dad needs to talk. Shout out to Dad needs to talk podcast. Make sure y'all go check them out. Um, he said, uh, "Are y'all really go? Are y'all going to check out Rankings of Kings? It's my sleeper of the season. I would love, I would love it if you guys at least checked out a few episodes. So we did. We uh, we heard so much about it that we did. Um, tell uh, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, I, I have a, a another thought. I'm gonna give after this because this I don't want to dive too deep into it, but um." surface level looking at it i thought it was going to be something kind of goofy um not kind of serious at all uh but i do find it interesting in some way it's like where this may go what what the world is like that kind of stuff but it does seem pretty interesting um in general like this it seems like it could have a a pretty deep story if they take it the right way yeah um it's endearing I love the um the influence of West Western cartoons actually, or Eastern cartoons I should say, yeah we're East right, yeah Eastern cartoons like the Disney kind of like old school Disney art style that it has to it, um, that's a very interesting and unique take. The story is I mean it's 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 interesting because it's like it's essentially a metaphorical children's book essentially, um through and through, it's fine I like it a lot. 
uh, it is very slept on because it is good, but it's not. Um, I don't think it's yet. Anyway, I don't think it's like a, a 86 shocking or Astrolos in space shocking. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's, it's that good, but I would have chosen this as my sleeper over build divide 100 percent yeah that was a huge probably, mistake probably like five times over i would have chose this over build divide but 100%. with the, the the final episode that came out the fourth episode i do think whatever happens next has to be somewhat interesting with mm. how they kind of did things you know yeah i agree it's a lot it's rather intense actually because <laughs> it's yeah bro it's, it's super weird and super awkward situation to be in when you're an, an actual kid but yeah. I, I I like it. I do like it though. It is. Do good. we plan on going into any detail on this at all, or are we just we can sure. All right. If y'all if y'all uh, want, I mean, spoilers for a ranking of kings, but we're gonna try to stay as general as possible, if if so, possible. I think Polo and I both agree that, uh, and I mean, I'm not gonna say it's a guaranteed thing that we like, but I think we like main characters or characters who are just not at the start overwhelmingly strong. Mm-hmm. Where they're just like overpowered and, you know, it kind of dampens the story a bit. Right. Unless it's done extremely well. It has to but be done well. Yeah. I, I love seeing a character actually grow. And I feel like we're in that predicament where a character who is like somewhat underpowered, kind of like Deku. Like I enjoy seeing Deku actually get stronger. And it, the only issue with my hero is that their animation adaptation is kind of trash. But, uh, the the idea of a character being weak mm-hmm. which is how people start off and becoming strong which is how people end up is an idea that i just think is much more realistic and I, is something I, I would rather see in anime than something like goku who's just overpowered and is always going to be the the guy in the end who wins somehow because yeah. uh, our main character doesn't seem like a winner in the series and that's I hate to say it's not enjoyable, but it's relatable because you're not going to win everything and you're not going to be the best for every scenario, but you are going to sometimes have to do your best and apply what you can to what you can do. Uh, Like for instance, that fighting scene when they had like with the brother, Mm -hmm. I thought that was amazing because it was like, you know, he's not, he has, he has to kind of almost do what Kuroko does and, use that presence of being a hider to to use to his ability to duck and dodge it's, right. it it suits him that's his style yeah so that was that was kind of special uh yeah I, I just i don't what nothing really bothers me about the show I, I love the way it looks i like the way it moves for some reason i'm just not as i guess captivated as a, a lot of other people it's good though it's a really good show Definitely slept on it. If if the art style is what's turning you off of it, don't let it. Because again, it's it's based off that Eastern Disney, old school Disney kind of, you know, uh, Snow White and Seven Dwarves original cartoon vibe, which is pretty dope. I like that a lot. I do think it's suffering because of that though, um, as far as like uh, watchability for a lot of people. Because when you see this, yeah, when you see this from, because we use, obviously we use Anilis, Anilis.co for all of our like anime, you know, lists and what's coming out soon and what we're watching and, and kind of keep track of what we're watching and stuff but once you see it the cover of it you're like ah nah you know you would you would say that but again it's not it's not an astral in space quality kind of anime 
but so far is real good. It's definitely good. So, uh, and I guess in repairs of our list, not having this last week, I do think it's something that you should probably watch. Um, I think it'd be better binged to be honest, even though like, it's not a, a bad cliffhanger situation like platinum man is, but it is like, it is like, it's just something that you'll probably benefit from, from just watching it straight through. So let it, let it finish and then watch it. But I can understand definitely why it's a lot, why it could be people sleeper. Um, and probably why it should have been tail sleeper. I, to be honest with you though, I still don't think it's better than blue period. Um, oh, no, I'm not gonna say it's better than blue period either. Yeah. So I do think it's good though. Definitely worth a watch for sure. It is definitely slept on. Uh, you got any other thoughts about it? Uh, no, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna keep watching it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Obviously, I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna say I'm 100% captivated, but it's it's done enough to be added to like my weekly watch list now. Yeah. Um, like I, I do agree with Polo 100% though. It wouldn't be bad to just binge the whole thing through mm-hmm. because watching those four episodes in a row that we did have was pretty enjoyable to not have to wait until the next week to watch and then just kind of get involved in that story a bit. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. One thing I don't like is I don't like the, um, what is that? I guess the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Creatures of the world. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't like the little, um, the shadow clan dude. Yeah. The shadow clan. Like it's not even that he's a bad person or a bad character or anything like, like that. I just don't like the, like the way they went about the design, mm-hmm, the design of it. I, so, you know what I, what I did think about that, which was pretty interesting. Is like, uh, is that like a regular human? but they have a different like body size style or something like that. Like that, I don't think that was explained very well. So we don't know like if that is just considered a human, but they have a different body type or, yeah, you know, exactly. It's a little weird, very weird, but again, unique, unique enough. Yeah. That, um, that sends me to this next question. This one comes from actually semi sensei, who's been literally coming from episode one of the podcast. He said he's on like, I think last we checked episode like 75 or something like that. So he's going all the way through. So who is fucking, it's probably going to be like a year before he hears this episode. But he says, I know I'm late, but Polo, have you seen Baby Steps, the tennis anime? Also, uh, have y'all watched Slam Dunk? I recently listened to the episode where y'all talked about not liking Ice Shield 21, which was (laughs) years ago. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm not a... Uh, to answer your question, no, I haven't. I'm not a big sports anime watcher at all, period, which I'm sure which, when you listen that far back, I've mentioned that plenty of times in, in the previous episodes. Uh, but Haikyuu was literally the the, sh- the show that um, made me like at least that one, <laughs> at least one sports anime. I haven't, uh, and obviously, Hajime no Ippo 2 is one, one of the best. Season one, season two should have never existed. But season one <laughs> absolutely is one of the, also one of the best sports animes of all time for sure. Um, no, I haven't seen Baby's Tennis. I probably won't. I just I'm just not into sports anime like that at all. Yeah, I, I, I've heard about Baby Steps, but I'm not I'm not gonna watch that. I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. Simi. <laughs> I think it's really good. Like if you hit us up and say, "Yo, this this is really good." I'll probably give it a go. Polo most likely won't, but I, I, it's just let me know if you, if you think it's that good to watch, I might give it a go. Yeah. And that goes to something I wanted. Like, what does it take for a sports animator just you for you to be like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this. I know you don't really have a problem with it, but I was thinking of that myself. Like, what, what would it take for me 
to just be like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. Um, hmm. I, well, I'm say? not like, I don't, I really, I really don't know, honestly. It's, it's the character development because mm. it's how the character gets involved with that sport, right? Yeah. Because if you look at like Kurokono Basket, Hajime no Ippo, Haikyuu, right? With Kurokono Basket and Haikyuu, they kind of come into the same thing where the character is already good. Uh, but they need development, right? Kuroko, much less development. He was more like an unknown superstar who kind of took off. Yeah. Um, Haikyuu, our character was good, had raw talent, but needed to be like kind of refined. Yeah. So Haikyuu did that extremely well, but also introduced the, the uh, outside cast of characters extremely well as well. 100%. So, like, the, the team felt like a team and a family, and they kind of Stacked the pieces very well, explained the sport very well. Um, Kurokono Basket did a similar thing where the team felt like a united team, but there was still like a focal point where the rest of the team wasn't always that important. It was mostly Kuroko and Kagami. Ippo yeah. uh, just had really good development. Like the character was just a nobody who didn't want to be a nobody anymore. Right. <laughs> so, and it's not that he didn't want to be a nobody because he didn't care to be nobody he just wanted to be able to defend himself and he found a passion in something yeah and i think that's that's probably what it is if the character shows passion but isn't like unreasonable passion i guess is how i would say yeah everything you just said i 100 percent agree with like it has to have that depth when it comes to the character development right like it has to be deeper than the surface of the sport um for me to even consider watching it I think the surface of the sport is very like what I learned from watching Haikyuu is that like I, I could like this because I had no fucking idea about volleyball whatsoever zero right. zilch but the show does a, such a great job of introducing us who don't know anything about volleyball to volleyball and it made it so digestible and then with the character like you discussed with the characters with the characters on top of that being so relatable I wanted to be a part of it ever since. Like, we still haven't got, we still haven't got to finishing the most recent season, unfortunately, um, right. which is something we're going to get to eventually. But I just needed to be dubbed because I, I love that dub so much. It's a really, 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 really good dub. And the, the cast is phenomenal. Um, that's just one where I'm, I'm like, I had to go back to my roots and just stick to the dub for that one. So <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. Like, I, I, I watched it, so, but. I'm not gonna argue with that. It, it did have very good dub actors. Yeah, really, really, really good talent when it came to that dub. So, I think it's it's highly worth watching if you haven't watched Haikyuu. Uh, Panda's gonna enjoy that, but you should definitely you watch it. Take for my sure. spot. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, Aaron Brown says, "I know it might be too late, but what ideal anime video game? What would your ideal anime video game look like? Which series and what kind of game would it be?" Yeah, we talked about this actually a multiple uh multiple times so uh, what kind of anime game would we like and what kind of series would it be i can't even remember what i said but Grimgar. yeah it had to be something like that probably an rpg like grimgar but more like grimgar where it's extremely hard mm-hmm. kind of like an mm a, a dark souls mmo like kind of thing right that'd be sick. you gotta actually learn your talents and apply them properly or else you won't win yeah um, 
I I actually think I would like something like an Astro Lost in Space game where I think we did it's, uh, a di- discovery game where you try and make your way home, yeah. like a survival game. We like we like survival games. I, I would love something like that. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> uh, I want to. Should I say this? It's a question that Ked the Pro said. Ked also had a question, but uh, in a statement. I don't know if I, if I should say it. Though. What do you say? Uh, it's about eighty six. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's spoilers to say it, but I mean, maybe we save it for eighty six talk. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> uh, God, a show, man. What was your episode of the week? What was your show of the week this week? I had a hard time with episode of the week. Uh, Did you? Like yeah, choosing because, which one? Because. Uh, 86, I think, is very deserving of episode of the week because of what I saw. Fire. But I also, um, Banish from the Heroes Party. Yes. That last episode, that was like, and it was like almost all flashback, but it was crazy seeing like Rit and like his sister. And I'm just like, all of this information that we got, it, and it was so, it was done so well. Yeah. <laughs> it was just done. So, like, we had that beginning of the episode. And then it like kind of like just went off into this whole separate tangent. Yes. It was like, oh, all these people want her hand in marriage or want this and want to do this. And it was like, boom, this is how they met. And this is the story behind it. And then it was like, boom, this is Ru- Rit, sister Rudy. And this is what's going on. I was like, what? <laughs> it was so good, bro. Oh, my God, dude. You are. You always do this to me. It throws me off. But for me. Because I didn't even think about how good that episode was because the way I watched this week's anime, 86 and uh, um, the world's finest assassin, bro. That episode was so good, too, to just see what, how, again, how he's maneuvering mm-hmm. and about to get that night. It's, ah, uh, bro. But Banished from a Hero's Party did was up there, too. I'm going to have to say uh, world's finest assassin this week for me, though. Even though Banish is definitely close, all, yeah. the all three of those shows killed it this week. Yeah, eighty six had so much going on. It was like, and I really want to talk about that. That eighty six episode to me, I feel like deserves some definitely talk, some definite talking about because what the fuck? We got to go deeper into that. Yeah, we're gonna do that in the second half of the show. Obviously, for those who haven't watched eighty six, Crystal and others, uh, eighty six is special, but. I mean, we gotta. I can't go a week without mentioning how good Jobless Reincarnation was with that reunion. That shit was special. It was a game. That was another one. Um, I personally, if I had to go my episodes of the week, I'm stuck between 86 and Banished, Mm -hmm. but I'm putting Jobless Reincarnation at like a guaranteed third because that, that, the way they, the way that Rudy and his father handled that was. Yes. Ugh, I was like, come on, bro. <laughs> they just they they fucking with me at this point. Oh <laughs> uh, man. I gotta <laughs> I gotta say this. This is very, very important to me. Obviously, Ash, okay. Ash, who is the creator of the Black uh, Anime Podcast website, which culminates uh yeah, culminates all of the black anime podcasts onto one website, like a directory of sorts. And he also does his own Mecha Pack podcast. He uh, says, "If we can work out a time zone differences, because he's in England, uh, I would like to throw my I would like to throw my do rag into the ring." Now I'm messing with y'all, but uh, 
y'all are one of the best dynamic duos in anime podcasting. And it, <laughs> he said that because I mentioned because Till fucking replied to our question tweet and said, <laughs> and said what comes after my check like we haven't been doing this for two and a half years. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's pretty funny because I, I I tweeted uh, anyone want to be my new co-host because I'm looking for a new one <laughs> as a joke and it's funny because we we actually got some responses to that. Yo, that was hilarious. I was not expecting people to be like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, what's up? I'll do it." He said we wanted the best dynamic duos in podcasting. Though I mean, you got Blanime though. Blanime's uh, up there too. Hey. It's it's all energy and it's all love and I appreciate that though. Yeah, like, for sure, Ash, that's, for sure. That's all we trying to do is come on here and have y'all have a good time with us. Absolutely. I, what I want is I I want to seriously find a way to get him on the podcast though. I think it would be it'll be an incredible episode to have somebody who is uh, mecha inclined to come talk mecha anime. <laughs> like I think it'll be incredible. Especially, sure. ooh, especially around the time eighty six get done though. We got to make that work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We might have to make that work, Ash, for sure. For sure. Okay, so here's Cat the Pro's real question. He says, do you think there's uh, something nefarious about the goddess in the world's finest assassin? Does she have an ulterior motive? Also, do you guys enjoy our music roundtable discussions on chaotic culture? We got uh, a new one coming out this week. Make sure you all check out the chaotic culture podcast. It's spelled K-H-Otic and then underscore culture with a K. Follow them on Twitter. It's a dope podcast. And they do these music round dis- round table discussions. That's incredible. And the fact that Ked does it mostly solo always has my respect. Like him, Jamal. And I wonder what happened to Anime and Chill, but he needs to come back too. They do some amazing work solo. It's in the anime podcasting community. So make sure y'all check them out. Uh, but yeah. So do you think it's something nefarious about the goddess in the world's finest assassin? So... I don't I, I I can kind of picture what what the motive is in my mind and I'm not 100% sure obviously cuz I don't know what it is. Right. But I don't think she is nefarious. I think that there's a reason. Um I think that a hero with a ton of power can be led astray or something like that. And they may be someone who is doing good but could be switched and changed into doing something bad for the wrong reasons or good for the wrong reasons that kind of thing um but i'm not sure you know i really don't know i don't think she inherently has any negative intentions because everything she's done so far all she's done is ask people to come here and kill the hero in a certain amount of time right have they succeeded she the people she's grabbed are failing maybe she's just trying to get warriors to gather in her world for whatever purpose right but but it doesn't seem nefarious outright to me. Um, if anything, it's just gods being gods. I I completely see nothing nefarious about it at all. And the reason no, let me, I'm gonna say because for me, I I do feel like the way this show is established is that the goddess seems to have like she seemed to be blunt enough or honest enough because she's a goddess. Like you can't be a liar, right? To be blunt enough to say, hey, she and she said when she first got there, he was asking all the right questions to her. Like, okay, you want me to do this? Why exactly? And she said, in the future, because she obviously has the the power of premonition, assume assumingly so, that there is he's going to basically ruin the entire world after he gets done dealing with the demon army. Essentially, what she said. So, with her saying that, I do think she's literally just trying to get that done. And the problem is, is 
the people that she brought before just are failing so miserably that it would make sense for her to go the assassin route and, and bring the world's finest assassin in again. Our guy seems to be the guy that's that's making it work. So I don't think it's nothing quite nefarious about it. Um, I do believe that what she says is the truth when it comes to what she's trying to accomplish and what she said about the hero being basically the calamity or going to be the calamity of the world. I think that's important to keep in mind when watching that show. But good question, Kat. Good question, bro. For sure. Um, <laughs> you okay up there? <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. I was moving. I played that shit all smooth. <laughs> so the I people, saw you look away. I was like, "Let's go, Polo, Polo, smooth in the mug." So people watching the video version, y'all gonna see it. But <laughs> tell us was having trouble with his um with his uh well microphone. <laughs> so so I was kind of vamping a little bit in that last section. I'm gonna keep it. I out. appreciate you. I'm Hello, gonna keep all that in there. <laughs> Polo, it's it's not it's not Polo born fly. It's Polo, I made you born fly because he's a god himself. Stop I appreciate it. that. Stop it. Uh, the homie Fujimaru, Fujimaru, uh, Twitch.tv slash Fujimaru. Make sure you go follow him on Twitch. He says, if you can pilot any mech, what would it be and why? Uh, Burning Gundam. For me, it's going to be. I don't know what they call the mechs in Darling and the Franks, but it's going to be the one. You call it Franks. Yo, duh. I'm going to be the darling in the Franks. So <laughs> that'll be the one I would want to pilot. Oh, man. You funny. Obviously. Zero two is waifu. Oh. Uh, uh, another guy. Uh, I don't know. What the fuck is his Twitter at? Oh, King Teliano. Fucking asked the question. What comes after Mike check? Waifu, waifu, polo, born fly. Is that you? I just want. I want to do that. I just want to do that. Uh, the the homie Abe, he says, "How are y'all enjoying?" Oh shit! I should have put this with that. How are y'all enjoying King's ranking? We already answered that. And he says, "Um, uh, and where does it currently sit for the fall anime season?" Ooh, where does it currently sit? If you take a look at our last our, our list last week, I will probably put this like fifth. That's a solid placing. Yeah. But because technically that means it takes over a spot, a couple spots from some of the other stuff we watched. Remove Platinum Man and put this in there for me. For sure. 100%. We both agree on that, obviously. <laughs> so that, that'll be the route we're going to take for that one. Um, and he says, take your three favorite athletes, any sport. What anime do you think would represent them? Okay, so Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. That's literally been his favorite athlete forever. Yeah. He, used to, he used to try to play like him back in the day in my driveway. It's great. It's great. Sounds really I, good. I, I couldn't jump that high. No, but you <laughs> you were moving. Yeah, because Vince Carter uh, always been fast and yeah. Vince Carter, we gonna say Donovan McNabb. Don't don't make that face. I didn't make a face. I didn't make a face. <laughs> I, I saw. I saw that face. No, not at all. This is all stuff I already knew. And <sighs> Muhammad Ali. Mm. Uh. And you say what is it? A video game or what anime will represent them properly? Yeah. None of them because they three different sports. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I don't know how to answer that. Uh, any sport? What anime do you think would represent them? I don't know. 
the Olympics, Olympic sport, anime. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how to answer that. Who's your three? Your three top athletes. Your three favorites. Um, great question. I don't know. If if I had to remove one, I'd add Israel Adesanya, but that was it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really have favorite athletes, to be honest. Cause I, I didn't. I never really cared about. It. I do love. Um. I did love when Derrick Rose was in his prime. I did love Chicago Derrick Rose, but he was never my favorite, you know. But Derrick Rose was like he he was low key like a second coming if he didn't get hurt. Yep, yep. Dude was dude was actually really good. And I I hate I hate watching sports on TV because I'd much rather either see them in person or play them. But Derrick Rose is a whole other thing. He he was crazy. a whole other level. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't really have many favorite athletes, so. I can't answer that, and I'm sorry. Also, we're from Cleveland. None of us said LeBron, so just know we not we not biased like that. Uh, yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't do like LeBron's great, obviously, but he's not my favorite. Um, and that kind of goes well with this other question that I had that I should have I should have bookmarked it because I wanted to try to put them in order. But Scuba Steve says, um, if you had to get rid of one sport, which one would it be? Cleveland Browns or the Cleveland Cavaliers or one team? Cleveland Browns or Cleveland Cavaliers? Cavaliers. Even though they're better, they're better this year. Like they actually are good this year. I'm it's, Cleveland has always been a football town, like through and through. Yes, yeah, yes. The we had the largest parade in, in sports history when the Cleveland Cavaliers won the, uh, the the championship. But if the Browns win, there's going to be fucking statues of the entire team everywhere because it's always been a football team. It's town. And I'm I'm a much bigger football fan. Uh, I grew I grew up Same. playing all sports but like if i had to choose to watch one i'm gonna prefer to watch basketball but if i want to play one i feel like football is just my thing and i i loved playing football like that was really that's the sport man that that shit is golden um it's a gladiator sport and that that i i like contact sports and football is it i i basketball gets so fucking boring to me um especially nowadays because it's just nothing but spot shooters. So I don't really care about it as much as I do football. Football takes to me personally, so much more skill to, to act like in a, in a team setting to execute play. It's not just, you know, you give the ball to one person who can shoot a three when he's open and they shoot a three. That's all it is nowadays. Right. Which is fucking boring to watch. So football talk, talk about being a safety with, with, points on the board man that was yeah. me i was the safety with points on the board that that feels good man yeah like watching corner play is amazing like i was i wasn't that i wasn't good and when i played football because i was just so small but it, it just playing it and watching it is just so much more entertaining to me if we play street football it's a little bit different a little bit a little bit different they used to put me in cornerback and i fucking hated cornerback like I, also i want to say polo um did you see that picture of uh, Steve I posted on Twitter? I did not. Uh, he, he posted this picture on Instagram of himself, and he looked like this, this new rapper, DDG. I, don't so know, I, I, I know. I, I had to share it side by side. It looked like, it looked like Steve, for real. <laughs> if, if, if Steve didn't have a beard, I was like, bro, what's going on here? Why, why do you look this way? Why do you look like you're an up-and-coming rapper? <laughs> look, look like an up and coming rapper. 
No, Steve. No. Did you see his hair? Yeah. Oh my God. They look just like, what the fuck is going on here? Unless Steve got some kids he ain't talked to us about. Whole time. Whole that's, time. That's Steve in disguise. Steve a vampire. <laughs> There's one question I want to use as like a it's like a, a formal topic. So I'm gonna ask that, I'm gonna ask that last. But let me see here. We do still got another one. I believe Rob J had one. Rob J always bring the heats. The heats. Uh he said he asks, is it too late? No. I said no. Oh, now, now, now it is. Now, <laughs> uh, actually, no, he didn't ask the question. Uh-oh. Oh, now shit, it's, Rob. It's too late, Rob J. Damn, he be, he be having the heat, too. We got you next week, bro. If I missed your question, let me know. But I feel like he... Yeah, I don't know why he didn't ask when I responded. Okay, anyway... Oh, he's okay. Can't the process not a question, but eighty six once again proving it's superior. It's to be superior. Also, yeah, I'm not gonna say. Yeah, wait. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh wait, don't say that last part. Uh, I think we already answered that. We answered that. What's what's the topic question, Polo? The final question, which is going to the be the topic. Final countdown. The final question is going to be. It's from Anime Shin's show, which is mm-hmm. awesome because it's a, it's a apparently a new podcast has dropped. Um, their question is: One of our hosts is getting into anime. What are the best starter anime for noobs? Great question. Mm-hmm. Best starter anime for noobs is one we, me and Till both are always going to say forever for the rest of our lives. Now that this happened, is Astro Lost in Space. I think easy by far and away it's so easy to understand exactly what it what's going on because it's a mystery and my it's getting dark outside so i gotta fix my aperture my camera but it's a it's extremely easy to get into for sure like from the moment you watch you like oh shit what's happening um and that goes into a conversation that I had with my brother yesterday is he started watching Demon Slayer he said he got to episode 17 he thinks the show is incredible and I asked him the question of, you know, because their water tech, water sword techniques aren't real, does that change? When I explained it to him, like, does that change how you feel about the show? He said, hell no. Right. Because it doesn't. Sorry, I just had to, I just had to throw out a little antidote in there. Why does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't. It's a technique. It's, it's metaphorical. Fools. Anyway, what do you think is a, a good, another good anime for noobs? <sighs> Uh, another good starter anime. Um, let's give them, let's give them a top five. One from each okay. of us. Not really a top five, but you know, five anime. Uh, I feel like one of my all time favorite perfections for anime. I'm gonna go with uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Really? For news? As a starter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Not and not the not Brotherhood. Um, mostly because Brotherhood skips past a lot of the opening stuff. Mm, but mm. It, I, I like Fullmetal Alchemist because it bridges between like a battle shonen and then like actual story development and plot and stuff like that. Interesting. So there's still fighting, there's still progression. Uh, so yeah. I guess they do do an extremely good job of the explanation of the world, like damn near the intro of the show. So that may actually be a pretty good one. I, just, I thought it would be a little convoluted. I think that's a little bit too difficult for a newbie. First, 
guess it depends on kind of TV they like though, right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think something like um, hmm, we already got Astro Lost in Space, Full Metal. Let's say, damn, I don't have my third monitor. This fucking sucks. Uh, let's see here. You know what? I'm going to say it. Fuck it. My hero, I think, would be pretty good. Everybody understands superheroes, right? Like, you understand what superheroes is. The first episode, they do an extremely good job of explaining the world and what quirks are and how quirks came about. Literally in the first episode. So, I think my hero was a great one for a for newbie. Even though later seasons aren't as good. Um, I still think if you watch it from the beginning, you uh, they would enjoy it. For sure. That's three. Sheesh. This, this um, is tougher than I thought, huh? Yeah. So, hear me out. I'm listening. You, you see me bashing this one on the timeline sometimes, but I really do enjoy it. And I'm going to say Hunter Hunter. Mm. Um, mostly because uh, the character development can be good for a lot of these characters. And it's a long enough series to where you kind of get involved with what's going on in it. Mm-hmm. So Hunter Hunter would be one that I throw throw my hat in the ring for. Unfortunately, I agree. It's and it's easy. It's approachable. It's easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very approachable. Uh, I mean, it's, it's again, it's not that we hate it. We don't hate it. It's good, <laughs> but it ain't great. And I'm gonna just I'm gonna continue to say that. Um, I'm a forever, ever throw this out there, and I know this definitely won't won't be for everybody, especially if you're new to anime. It may be just a tad bit, a tad bit confusing, but I do think the movie Your Name is uh something extremely. Because it can be confusing because if you don't understand quite what anime goes for, but it's beautiful. It's pretty to look I, at. I actually don't think that's confusing at all. I like, think so? My wife loved your name, cried on your name. There you go. I think your name is an easy one to, to, to just be like, damn, this is what, this is the emotion anime can bring on. Because I wouldn't say anything like Clannad, right? Clannad is way too, if you don't understand the supernatural slice of life aspect of Clannad, you would be like, well, what the fuck is going on here? You'd be a little confused. So going into Clannad with a little bit of knowledge would be better. So I think to, to remedy that, something like, your name where it still has that supernatural aspect on top of the slice of life, I think will kind of ease you into that. And then I can recommend death to your heart. And so by watching, making you watch Clannad. So I think uh, your name is a, is a good one for the, uh, what, fifth, last one? Is that the last yes, one? Yes, sir. Yes, hey, sir. let's go. Let's go. We gave you a list for starters. For starters. That's just the, I might check white for for starter pack. <laughs> Right now, we we gonna change it in the future. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta do some <laughs> Some proper, some proper thought behind it. But thank you, yeah. Animation, and make sure y'all go follow him on Twitter, Animation Show. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Um, thanks for that question. That's a good question. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely about to check out that podcast. By the way, for sure, I'm on there too. <laughs> not not on there. I'm on there listening. You know. Yeah. Hmm. I'm super intrigued. 
by having by having an anime podcast with somebody who's new in anime. That's a that's a great idea. Well, you had that idea. Remember, you said you would love to do that with Javon. Yeah, like an episode, but they have an entire show. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's special. Oh no, I almost forgot Shanti. No way, I'm Uh-oh. forgetting Shanti. Shanti, you can only choose three anime and manga to read for the rest of your life. What are you choosing, and why? You go first on this one. Uh, you only have three manga or anime to. Of course, I'm gonna put One Piece to be the manga. <laughs> I'm, I'm never like I'm, I'm. Oh, it's or so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do One Piece because One Piece is is endless entertainment. So I'm gonna throw that in literally because it's still going. It's still going, so it's gonna be endless entertainment. Um, come on, Shanti, this is a tough one. You're killing me, girl. Uh, uh, shit. I gotta say, Brotherhood, man, I, and it's because it's a show. I think. I need for the rest of my life. I need to be able to go back to full metal. And then finally. Hmm. that, obviously. Yeah. So my, my list is actually very similar to Polo's, but Polo actually changed my list a little bit with that one piece statement. <laughs> so I'm going to put one piece manga on there because it makes sense, man. <laughs> I did actually think about that. It's still going, bro. It's been going for 20 plus years. It ain't going to never end. So One Piece makes sense because at least I still got something going forever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Twin Star Exorcist. Ooh, um, yeah, of course. Of course. The manga specifically. Yeah, the manga, no anime. And then um, I'm also going to go with Full Metal. Yeah, you got to. I, and I think I'm going to go with Brotherhood too. Like I love, I love the regular Fullmetal Alchemist in general. I want y'all to know that, and it, it probably is my favorite of the two. But Brotherhood mm. just does a better, better job of of doing things. Over brother, that's wild to me. Mostly because Brotherhood skips a lot of the intro stuff. <sighs> yeah, but that's okay. I guess, but you have to watch. The, yeah, I, okay, I, I understand. I understand because the intro stuff is extremely important to the series as a whole. You're right. Valid, valid, valid point. All right. Let's get to know my chick waifu waifu. This is a part of the show where we get to know our hosts. Um, it's my turn to roll a random. No, actually, no. It's tell turn to roll a random number generator. My turn. I just remembered to read the question. So, tell's going to roll a random number. I'm going to read a question associated with that number, and we're going to answer it for you today. And you want to get to know us a little bit better. Sweet sixteen. The number is sixteen. So the question is: Have you ever watched an entire anime in one sitting? Yes. Hundreds, hundreds of times. Yes. I did that with, uh, um, which one you did that with? I'm trying to think, bro. There's a couple of them. I did that with the Castlevania series. Okay. Um, what was it? It was, it, I know it was one recently too. Sheesh. What did I just watch recently? Ko- Kobayashi-san, the dragon maid. Oh, you watched that whole thing in one sitting? Damn. Season one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that? I watched I watched, I watched that all in one in one sitting. That was three weeks ago. Uh Grimgar, I watched in one sitting. It's same, same. I, I couldn't turn that shit off. <laughs> um and I think Norigami I watched in one sitting. Mm, Norigami, I think I did that too. Oh, you know what else? Future Diary. hmm I watched that in one sitting as well. Good question. Yes, what I didn't watch in one 
especially because you shouldn't watch it. What? Inuyasha. It's trash. Don't watch it. Turn it off. <laughs> I don't even know why you. Even I don't even know why you mentioned that shit. <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> we're going to spoil a couple of shows. The shows we're going to spoil is eighty six Platinum Man. I guess maybe not. Jobless Reincarnation. And whatever else. Blue period. Blue period. Duh. Duh. We'll be right back after these.
welcome back to Mike Check Waifu Waifu in the daytime. This is weird. We're recording when the sun is still out. Very strange for us because we're recording on a Monday. Maybe it's because we're on the platinum end of the day. Speaking of platinum men of the day, we're not going to talk about platinum men because platinum men ain't worth talking about. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, we are going to say this. Generally speaking, it was a better episode than it was the previous weeks. Um, we finally got out that fucking stadium. Um, got, got a little bit of death, but we finally figured out how he's going to get his Power Ranger costume, which again, this show is fucking stupid. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. The guy, uh, one of the angels just happened to be a fucking costume designer. Like, come the fuck on. I'm, um, I'm kind of over it. Polo is my bro. Cause I <laughs> swear to God, I was like, this is okay as fuck. Yeah. And it, it's, it's slowly approaching not being okay. Yeah. It's okay as fuck. It's just <laughs> okay as fuck. Oh man. Very much so. so. And, and for, for the people who are like, Oh, this episode was so much better. It was amazing. I just, no. I don't see the intrigue and, and it's, it's cool. It's cool. I ain't trying, I ain't trying to like thrash y'all or nothing. Cause it's fine. You like what you like. We, we, everyone's different. And even Polo and I, we have very differing taste on anime, mm-hmm. but we agree on this one that this is not that impressive right now. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Maybe, <laughs> maybe next year in the, in the, in the spring or winter season, it's going to be good, but we'll see. It's got time. To Speak develop. to me, Toe. You were on, speaking of uh, this conversation. We got invited to Anime After Dark Clubhouse. Uh, shout out to Anime Podcast and We're Generation Podcast. Until you got to speak on our thoughts on it because we, we man, you feel similarly about it. And they asked you to, they asked us to join. I obviously couldn't make it, unfortunately, because I was getting ready for this trip. But what would, what were your, uh, what were your some of your, your your talking points? Which you can obviously listen on Anime Podcast and We're Generation Podcast feeds when it goes live. But uh, tell, why don't you share with our listeners? So part of the question was the fact that like, when is anime of the year talk, uh, relevant? Like when should you start talking about anime of the year? And I think realistically, it depends on the experience, right? Like Polo and I, other anime podcasters might have a lot more experience on anime in general. So if you see something in, in January, that's just really high quality, then we can say this might be in the list of anime of the year, but we're not going to say it's definitely in that list yet, but we can say this is quality enough that it might be animated there. Like when we, when we saw 86 and Vivi, we were like already in contention. This oh, is definitely going to be in the list of anime of the year. Um, but I'm not making that list until closer to the fall season, because we need that fall anime to drop before we put it yes. in that list. Right. Because now we have the finishing of 86. We have some anime that haven't been spoken of yet. This, this season, like blue period, which mm-hmm. is very good. And, you know, just remake our life wasn't talked about until you know last season there's just so many different anime this year that came out and depending on when they come out is when it's going to be held in contention for that so basically that was that was kind of like my point it's based on experience like we can put some stuff out there but i'm not making that list until fall season so most of the fall anime dropped in september or early october um so i would say probably about the middle of october is when i'm putting that list together of anime of the year so for me um i'm a slightly different and I'm slightly different because I know how the seasons work. You can't, I don't, me personally, I don't think we should start talking about anime of the year until we get past the midway point in winter because winter is still a part of the year. So all the way from December, all the way up until I think 
the mid aughts of January. I don't think you can really say what anime of the year is until you finish whatever came out during the winter time because you have situations like I think it was Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Where it came out in 2020, but it kind of followed through mostly through 2021. Well, I think winter year, winter doesn't start until next year. So like if you type in winter 2021 and and uh list it's the beginning of the year, like January that, time. Is frame. that how they do that? Yeah. So that's why winter is technically next year. So winter 2022 is technically starting next year. It doesn't count for like, if you type in winter 2021, it's going to be the beginning of January. So when I do winter, let's search. Okay. So winter 2021 for me, it drops. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, so it's it's talking about it's referring to last year. You're right. Okay. Yeah, like like we saw Attack on Titan, which technically was 2020, but like that was the very tail end. And then you know like what is this Horror Mia 2021? So you so you Neverland 2021, Doctor Stone 2021. So you would start talking. Um, so if I do winter, I'm a part two of. Yeah, like even Jabba's reincarnation is winter 2021. I see. So okay. I got you. So yeah, maybe maybe the end of towards the tail end of fall then, right? Yeah, that, and that's that's why I made that statement was because that season, that part of the season doesn't really count for copy that us. Copy that. Okay. Shoot, yeah. Which we should probably start gathering, you know, gathering the odds for that episode because that's going to be a special one. I mean, everybody's gonna already know what ours is gonna be, but <laughs> we still got we still got to do it formally, right? Um, For sure. Uh, we got to get with Lee to make sure we get that done too. Anyway, yeah, it's uh good stuff, man. Good stuff. I I do think um that's an interesting topic to have. I wish I would have made it to that one too, but I I just couldn't. I had to pack and sleep yeah. and do all the other good stuff. So. Yeah. And also, I think it would have been dope if you made it because Polo tends to round out a lot of my ideas. Like, I'll have, I have pretty good ideas. Of course. There's always a check and balance, right? So, like, if Polo has an idea and I'm like, this is my idea, my idea is going to balance out his and his idea is going to balance out mine. Yes. So, it would have been dope to have both of us on there, but you know. Yeah. I know, somebody I know. had to represent for Mike Check Waifu Waifu. And I appreciate you making it to that, brother. I, do, I really, know how really we do. do. Uh, the next thing we're gonna actually spoil though, Platinum is just not that good for us. It's not even close to the top five. So let's go ahead and spoil. I don't eighty six man. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Oh man, oh man, it's so much. It's so much. It's a lot. Uh, what do you think? Overarching. Overall, the episode was, like I said, definitely an amazing episode. One of one of my favorite episodes, just for c- contextual reasons. Yes, like, man. oh my god! Uh, but there was just moments in the episode that were just so overwhelming for what's going on. Um, like it starts off with what is it, the Federacy mm-hmm. at war with the 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 Legion getting blown back. <laughs> No, that's the Republic. Uh, sorry, sorry. The Republic. Republic, yeah, the Republic is over there fighting, and we see the the captain or whatever her name is. We see her over there, um, and she's ordering the blast, the attack, and, and you see signs on the wall: "Stay away, eighty six. Like, first of all, you're about to die. 
why is that your why is that what you're thinking you're about to die and then when they go into the 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 war room to mm-hmm. talk you see there's only three people talking and none of them are from the republic right <laughs> and it's just like oh my god <laughs> they failed how how we both obviously knew that they were going to fail because of the way they they act and the way they move and the way they operated like no no one of the outside world or uh, in the Republic knew about the, I guess you could say travesty that was going on in that homeland. Like, obviously they just used 86 and they called them autonomous vehicles or whatever the fuck. Processors. They, processors and shit to just make them seem a lot less human than others, which means that the fact that 86 still fought for them, even with all that, is fucking crazy to me. Because they should just let them fucking die, to be honest. But I'm glad they didn't. Um, yeah, major. It, it's not looking good for the major, to be honest. She's. Um, do you think she's a part of the Legion? Because we did hear her during this episode. And that's what scared me. Yeah, and same. I I hate that because he was having that overwhelming feeling, right? Where he he was seeing that little girl, but then she said, "You hear that? You know, I won't. I will not forget." And he hears it in her voice, and he kind of gets that like teary eyed scenario and I'm just like oh I, I think I think she dead bro but like they've played us before yeah 100% and I think she escaped I do I do but, I think she escaped but I think it was just it's just too much but I think I, I think she escaped bro because she was planning the whole time and if if she did uh, die because I think that's what the other part of the group was letting on, right? Is that they were surprised that Shin didn't notice that the Republic was destroyed mm. because they were saying, like, I'm surprised you didn't notice, or and just they just kept saying it. He just was kind of going on about his day, but that's when they started to go into that tangent where he does hear, I will not forget. And, um, I'm in my heart, I'm saying she's dead. I want a reunion between them, but either way it goes, if they don't have a reunion or if they do, I think that the way they've written this story so far that they can't drop the ball on this. Like, and I'm, I'm saying like the way they do it, regardless, I feel like it's already going to be like in the fields. Yeah. I don't, the ending I think is going to be fucking bittersweet kind of situation. Um, I don't want it to be, but I know it will be because it's just, again, like you said, I was written. I don't think the major's dead because we didn't see the body. And if you don't see the body in 86, it's kind of like squid game. Like they probably didn't die. So, yeah. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to say she's alive. Um, but I don't know how they're going to swing this. She escaped via, uh, you know, one of the 86 saving her or. So it, it could it, have been her her new crew. Yeah, her new crew. Like it, it, the eighty six got fucked up, but we didn't see her new crew dead either, so we don't know. Um, the mystery is so fucking strong. I just love the way the show is, is done, man. It's golden. I, to see the fact that this fucking morpho, I think they call it right, mm-hmm. is this fucking just the long range artillery. Yeah, is fucking decimating them to the point where the rest of the regions had to come together to come up with a plan, like. Everybody except the Republic, obviously, had to put their heads together to figure out a way to defeat this thing. And they figured out the only way is, is to do a dive in there and deep, deep in enemy's territory. 
and and, and how, honest, they, how they're yeah how they're doing it because the way that shin sees it and the way that like uh it's actually said right because you see he goes out into there where they're saying well you're 86 you're a monster so you got to go defeat the monster anyway like how that's how he's perceiving it because they're like they're saying it, but they're not saying it. Right. They're saying we don't want to send out people who have families. We want to send someone who is exposable or disposable. And you are disposable. We're, you're not part of us in any way. So just go. And it was just like the way that he perceives it, because that's how he sees it. And he's tired of them. Like, and we talked about this before. He's tired of them either a babying them Pity, yeah. or, or yeah, or B just not outright saying how they really feel. And that's what's going on. It's, it's basically racism, but a kinder version of it versus like where they were dealing with it in another in another country. Yeah. That was just significantly worse. We speak about that multiple times about how they do the the different forms of racism. <laughs> like they they're basically showing that racism with them exists in this world. But it, the two different kinds that are that are overt and covert, they are showing both to both of the extremes extremely well. Um mm-hmm. Obviously, the covert being the the Confederacy and the overt being the Republic. The, I think, to be honest, I think the covert nature of the of the um, Federacy is a lot more tolerable because they're like, we don't want you to die, so right. we want you all to just to just kind of chill. Like y'all have seen too much, so we're going to just pity you and keep you away from this, or we're going to bring you you know, a part of this secret mission because we know that you ain't got nothing to lose. But to be honest, like you said, the way he perceived it is, I think, different. Don't mind my chair. It's different from the way that it was actually being worded. Um, Right. Because it's, I don't, I think. No one one wants to be pitied, especially when they're in that position, right? Right. Like, imagine, and, and I'm not saying, I don't want to take this too far into this kind of talk, but imagine a slave fighting and earning his freedom mm-hmm. and then deciding like I'm a warrior and this is what I do and saying, you know, I should go back and do this. And you're like, no, right. you don't, you, we're not going to let you, you don't have the right to, we want to take care of you. And it's like, that's not what I do. That's right. not how I was raised or how I grew up or, or what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. You're literally subjecting me to something that I'm going to find harder and, and tougher to deal with. And yeah, it may be better overall for like them surviving in their 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 life, mm-hmm. but it's not better for them mentally because that's not what they're used to. People 100%. grow accustomed to a certain thing and that's what they want. And it's like, yeah, it's worse, but they'd rather be on the battlefield. His excitement when he saw that they were throwing him in his mission and, and using all the terms of Republic used, the spearhead unit, the unit is going to go and, and go on deep in the enemy territory, blah, blah, blah. We're going to take 15 of your finest people. I was waiting for him to say, yeah, I'm not going to take y'all. I'm just going to take us and we're going to yeah. handle this and we're going to fucking special ops the fuck out this mission and keep it moving. For sure. Like, cause that's what I think that would have been better, but I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I feel I like think that all hate of the extra did. units are going to die. Yeah. hundred percent. All of them. And then probably even one of one or two of our folks, but I don't want that. I just, I, okay. Question for you. Are no, I'm not, it's, it's more of a statement. I'm just gonna say, I want this to end, and I don't give a fuck what I want this to end with it being the complete opposite feeling I had with Attack on Titan. I wanted, I want everybody to survive. 
I want the major to survive. I want Shin to survive. I want Attack on Titan. I didn't give a fuck. Everybody could have just died. It didn't matter to me. But this, I want everybody to survive, and I will, and I will be okay with it, even if it, because I know. Yeah, they if, worked hard. I know if it was if if the writer is writing it, that's not. This is not how this is going to end, and everybody's not going to be alive. But I will be okay with it because I feel like the writer would justify it well enough for me to feel okay with them surviving. I agree with that. I want them all to survive, but I, I will say I also want this to take almost like a a promised Neverland manga ending where it can't all be sweet, right? Yeah, fuck and that. I want it to be I, sweet. <laughs> well, you, you don't know how the manga ended for Promised Neverland, so yeah, that's true. But uh, I want it to. I want majority of our people to survive, or for them to survive. Um, but like everything's not all good. Like I don't, I don't want everything to end all good because the world can't be all good after this, you know. Mm-hmm. It, there has to be ruin. There has to be consequence, and obviously, there still will be consequence. It's yeah. just more up to us to perceive it. But it's like I want it to be visual consequence. Like, they even said they only got like what twenty eight percent of their fucking forces left. Like, like, like I want the Federacy, the the Republic, whoever is left. And the other two worlds or countries to come together and be like, we had to fight this, and they're completely destroyed on their own terms, like on own lands, but have to unite as one. That kind of thing, mm. like something that that brings that makes sense for complete destruction of the world. And they show us what was the what was the grand scale of the Legion, like mm. how far did the Legion actually go, and why was so much connection cut off with the rest of the world to where we only right. know of three or four major armies fighting off the Legion fucking wild man it's so incredibly good oh, I can't stand it let's move on let's do it what was the next blue period uh yeah oh man this exam is stressing me out bro uh blue period actually so I didn't actually have to take any art exams every school I applied to they directly admitted me into like the art schools mm-hmm um, which was weird to me because it was like I didn't have to provi- provide any artwork. Yeah, but why, had, why would you need an exam to get, like, I guess it's the, the culture thing, like to get into art school. Like, Cleveland Institute of Art is part of Case Western Reserve, which is basically an Ivy League school, right? Mm-hmm. Cleveland Institute of Art, I would have expected for me to take an exam to get into Cleveland Institute of Art. Interesting. But I didn't have to. They just said, well, you have a 3.8 GPA. Yeah. That's, we let you in. And that's exactly how I would figure it would be. Like, why, why the fuck would you need an art exam? You either go, you either go with, with the credentials of, of getting accepted to this and then showing your wherewithal. And then if you're not good enough or, you know, if you don't have it, you will realize that yourself. Like, you're an adult. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the reality is, is that, and I think, and I'm only saying this as an art student and I, I don't i don't like the fact that they have to wait a year to retake the exam but i do think that it's good for our students to take an exam mm. mostly because there is a, a a level difference when i got into college i got into college because i had a higher gpa than some of the other kids like i was one of the only two direct admits in my my year but for for akron for art but when i got there and i saw the other art students some of them were leagues above me yeah i was a better drawer i was better at drawing but when it came to like the overall, like what we had to do for like art, some of them were just better. It's so fucking 
art is extremely, it's more subjective than anything in this entire world. The opinion of a movie is less subjective than fucking art. Like it's, it's, I can, my terrible ass handwriting, somebody can see it and be like, this is the most beautiful shit I've ever seen in my life. Like it's just, it varies so widely that I don't know if you, if an exam can say, uh, because it, yeah because this teacher likes this style of art he's gonna say you're good enough to join the school and then this teacher mm-hmm. like well no this looks like shit you don't belong here well, and then that, well, that like what part of the reason i say that though is that i think if i had to take an exam and i would have saw how like like akron art museum was very akron art uh school was very strict on following dynamic rules like these these mm-hmm. are the rules for art this is what you do if if I had taken the exam and they told me I had to do exactly what they said, I'd be like, oh no, I'm not going to school for Facts. this major. Facts. I would have cha- I would have never cha- I would have never gone in with that. I would have straight switched to like uh, software design or some shit like that. Yeah, and I would have just did art as a pastime like I do now. So I think that that's why the exam was good was just for more like understanding how the how the school structure works. But it's different. It seems how they're putting it in this school. Like cause for Blue Period, I would have happily taken that exam. And I would happily go into a school that said, yes, we want you to do this, but you can do it in your style or your manner. Here's your secret weapon. Do do things like this where art is actually a true expression and extension of you versus like, hey, I need you to do the art the way I want you to do it. And I don't like that. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you going to art school I th- and this is I have no experience with this or like at all. But what I would say is I think it should be something like this. You. You go to school to gain the knowledge to then pursue your art dream. Yes. Okay. You don't, you don't go to be graded on my art period. Like my art, again, is subjective. You're not, I'm not, you're not grading me on my art. You're teaching me how to fucking use the tools. You're teaching me how to use the brush. You're teaching me about oil paints. You're teaching me about clay. You're teaching, you're teaching me this stuff. I'm not going to you for you to say, ah, this picture you drew gets a 50 because it wasn't as quote unquote detailed. I want you to say, this is, this is the tool you're supposed to use. This is how you use it. Now you show me how you're going to use it. And that's what I think art school should be in my personal opinion. Um, but like having somebody exam grade my fucking, my self portrait that I decide that I want to draw to look like Mickey mouse, you know, you don't have the fucking right. I don't know. Right. I agree. Funny enough, art school did not teach you how to use anything. They just said, here's what you got to do. And they just give you tools or you bring your own tools and you just do it. And why the fuck? How the fuck is that school? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not that's not school. You're just telling me to do something that you want. What they told us. And this is I agree with this, this philosophy, too, that art students are not. Are not just artists, right? They're problem solvers. You give you give a problem solver something and you figure out how to solve the problem. So like one of my favorite one of my favorite product one of my favorite projects was in 3D design. I didn't even know I liked sculpture. And I always loved this project because it, it blew my mind. We went in, one of the first projects we had was we had to make a paper structure that could hold as many bricks as possible. One of the classes used ten pieces of paper and was able to hold thirty bricks. With ten pieces of paper. And mm-hmm. They solved the problem, right? But my favorite project was they said, hey, you can't spend $10, right? Without, without spending more than $10, I need you to make a sculpture. Top three sculptures goes into the Akron Art Museum. Uh, I used two umbrellas and a bunch of string lights. 
three um, three umbrellas and a bunch of string lights. And basically what I made is like this UFO looking figure. I put the, the lights inside the umbrella and because it hid the strings of the lights, it looked like you were looking up and looking at the stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually went into top three and I got put into the Akron Art Museum for it. Dope. Uh, but the thing is, is that like you, you, they present you with something that is like, how do you solve this? Right. If Polo says, I need a logo for this mm-hmm. image, right? This is what I want the logo for. They give me an idea, but how do I put that idea together? That is something that people want to digest. If you say, Hey, Montel, I need you to design this magazine. How do I, how do I put those pictures and those words together in the magazine to make it look mm. like something that makes sense? So that's why they were saying like, artists, I aren't, see. Aren't, artists aren't just artists, they're problem solvers. Okay. So, so okay. Let I, me, let me I get that, but I don't think that's the grand scope of being. No, an no, 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 not at all. And that, and let me just tell you, I'm going to be hundred percent with you. All of that you said before you got to the to the logo and the magazine analogy i didn't understand any of it like problems are what the fuck kind of problems are you solving you're an artist you do what you want to display to the world the world sees it they either like it or they don't but then i forgot to even think about this which is is i guess on me i guess in my simplicity simplistic mind i didn't think about the the career uh goals you can have like a graphic designer you have to abide by what the client wants essentially right same thing with with if you're a magazine you know artist or whatever like you have editor, to yeah. yeah editor you have to abide by what you know your your editor-in-chief wants so that a hundred percent makes sense to me now because before i'm like yo problem i'm not solving no fucking problem i'm doing yeah, what i, I want to do i saw your face because i didn't like that analogy either but like on the business side it does yes. make a lot of sense yes. but as an artist who wants to do what they want to do I'm, i do i'd rather just do the art i want to do and not do the do what other people want i don't mm-hmm. mind like like what lee does is literally the problem solving aspect of yes. being a graphic designer or an artist mm-hmm. uh, and while i do like that it's not what i i'm not like a I'm not a, uh, a, 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 what they call a flyer designer. That's not my right, thing. Right. So, which takes, which takes a, a skill and problem solving ability to be honest, because you have to yeah. assume, you know, what exactly the the client wants. No, nah, I did make some dope flyers for failing studios, but we don't do that. No more. <laughs> yeah. That, that was back in the day day, but yeah, no, I fucking a hundred percent makes sense to me now. Thank you for that. Because I was, I was ready to be like, no, no, I'm not letting you tell me you're a problem solver when you're a fucking artist. You just do what you want and you share and they don't like it or you don't. But all in all to say that Blue Period is fucking great. Now, Blue, the reason why Blue Period is great is because they also offers like the, the problems that our main character has is so fucking endearing because what the teacher was saying when she was going over to people's weaknesses, I'm like, that's crazy because that's, absolutely the same thing i was thinking even before she said it because like that is his weakness he's not he's just not creative he's not creative he's just trying to please instead of have fun and then he was talking to one of his friends and when that conversation between his friends was one of the most beautiful things ever the 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 idea of being engulfed in something that you truly have passion for the the coolest thing about being an artist is that you are you have to be a little self-centered to be an artist Mm -hmm. um at least a a good one right like no no artist who who has no inner like sense of self-worth is ever really going to be a good artist right um because you need to 
yeah you need to put a reflection of yourself in the art mm-hmm. and that's why like i don't know if you saw but they're, they're bringing back a lot of basquiat's artwork they're yeah. doing a whole new exhibit for him to like kind of give some light on his life before he passed and that he he was someone who's very introspective if you if you can't put out a story that relates to you and to the others like you or people who want to kind of really know what life is like for you then you're not really going to put out a message that people care to to see uh thus you don't have that that you don't have that self-centeredness or that that spark that makes people want to see or or you don't have that spark to make people understand what's special about you that's essentially what, what what it is that's exactly why that weakness portion was so great like to and him to learn that because again he was they they dropped hints in the show at the very beginning how how much of a poser he actually was like how he mm-hmm. pretends and 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 hangs around his friends these friends that aren't quite into the same thing he is but i've like oddly enough are extremely supportive of him and, and, and just super actual dope friends that knew that even from their perspective that he was just this poser that was just trying to please everybody that was trying to put on the smile for everybody that just didn't feel legit or didn't feel um entirely him and i think right. that that has been the entire like premise of this entire show which is so good man so good and now we finally are seeing that and i'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to change that into because like i said that conversation that he had with the dude that barely talks in the show was the fucking strongest conversation in the entire show period like mm-hmm. that shit almost almost made me my eyes water a little i'm like yo yeah. that shit is deep man he's like yeah. when, I, <laughs> when we saw you talking about something that you you enjoy it gave it made me shake with excitement and i'm like yo that's some real shit man what a real one yeah also seeing his mom yeah bro i'm excited for him and then what's his name yakshi shuttle or whatever that his the quiet dude mm-hmm. he taps him on the on the on the fist and says i'll see you later and he's just like he's a little shaken up but he's like i'll see you later and he looks just noticeably a little bit more happy yep. and that's the that's the the beauty of the artwork for this is that the characters are so simplistic that it's very easy to make them noticeably different and happier yes. with very simple line work. Um, I'm glad so you yeah. mentioned his mom because that shit was dope. All right. Yeah, she, she was like, ah, she, ah, let's, let's go. go. Bro. Ah, let's go. She said, go get him. I'm like, oh man, it's good. Blue period is fucking phenomenal. Um, for sure. Uh, we we could go into jobless, but I don't, I mean, you know, it was a it was a good episode. This episode is running kind of long. Yeah, Jobless Reincarnation was another amazing episode. Yeah. But just, you know, love your siblings and treat your family right. But facts, facts, <laughs> facts. Just give give all the love to your family. They're important no matter what. Good episode of Jobless, though. I cannot wait to see. Now that the entire mission has changed, now that he has an understanding of what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I love the conversation with Ares and how Ares has just basically grown up. She's like, look, I'm just here. I'm just here to help you, to be with you, essentially, without saying that. And I, I thought that was dope, even though they're cousins, which is fucking weird. But <laughs> it's just Kinda like far apart cousins. Yeah, cousins. yeah, very weird. But I did love the interaction that um that Paul had with uh Ruger. Yep. Because like, at first he was like, yo, what the fuck? I mean, then and Paul, like even the 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 barkeep who was told like look him in the face bro yeah that, that in itself that whole moment made the episode for me because yeah. it was like you look up and you see his face 
And he's just trying to figure out why why did that face look so familiar? And they go through that backstory as to why that face is familiar. I was like, ooh. (laughs) Speak. It's too good. good. It was a a very good episode. Very, very good. This this episode for Jobs Reincarnation was one of the most most emotionally impactful episodes because there's revelations all around. Mm -hmm. Facts between every character. And Geese is incredible, man. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I never knew him to be this good, but he's actually incredible. So we've been sleeping on him. Yeah, I thought he was just like kind of a throwaway, but no, he's the most important character this episode, to be honest, because he had that conversation with Paul that made Paul think Realize. about. Yeah, and, and you fuck? know what, what? What's crazy about it is that yeah, he made Paul realize. But when Paul talked to to uh, Rudius, he realized that not only was he kind of right, but he was still wrong. Mm-hmm. That yeah, Rudius could have done more, but also he is still an eleven year old. Even <laughs> if he is, even if he is like a thirty five year old and eleven year old's body, they right? don't know that. Like, he, well, it's still like he can still only handle what an eleven year old can handle. Right? You know, we don't technically. I would assume that even on the emotional level, he's not going to technically be the same as what he was before as an adult. He's nice. still a child. Um, <clears throat> so is, there's still a lot of context with that to say like. He's still an eleven year old, and he's doing the best he can at at that. And even if he's not doing his best, he's still he's still outshining those around him at that age. You know. Yeah, and what what makes sense to me, but I wish didn't. Right, I wish they just had a find a found a way to relay this information. Is Rudius was in the middle of the shit. He didn't see what happened outward. It wasn't coming towards him while he was at home with Paul. So then he can see that everybody else is being teleported. He had no idea. It was it was him and the source, the fucking eye of the storm, uh, uh relative. So speak, yeah. yeah, so to speak. So uh, with him being in the eye of the storm, he had no idea everybody else got teleported. So I wish they would have kind of touched on that just a little bit more. Maybe dove a little bit deeper into that. Like I had no idea because all I know is boom and I'm gone. I didn't see anything else that happened because it was literally like a storm expanding outward. But from him, you know what I'm saying? So I wish that could have been touched on, but I understand why it's not because it's like, how could he, you know, how could he know? Yeah. So. And, and, and I would assume Rudius knows the storm started where he was, but why, why was, that's not something that he necessarily wants to bring up. He can't bring up that he might've started the storm or that he may have done something that egged the storm on that kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So, uh, with that, I think that'll be a wrap of episode one, two, five of my check wife for waifu. All right. We just finished talking about jobless reincarnation. Let us know what you think about this latest episode. Did it hit you in the feels? We also talked about blue period as an artist. Do you think you're a problem solver or are you more on just like, I want to do art as, as you know, an art. Like I don't want to be judged like that. We also (laughs) talked about 86 man. This anime is killing us, bro. It might be our anime of the year as we talked about before, but we also talked about anime of the year. Um, as we did on Anime After Dark uh, with Clubhouse with Blandome and Worst Jam Podcast. Let us know what you think about that. And then we also talked about Platinum End. Eh. You know. uh, <laughs> we had our break with a great song curated by our DJ Polo Born Fly 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 um, get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu is a great question um, let us know uh, what was that question um, boom boom which three oh, that's not what we did well let us know what you think about our question <laughs> for anime or get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu and we also had some great questions on Twitter we also had our episode of the week with Polo's being world's finest assassin and mine's being um Hero banishment or banishment heroes party, and then we also talked about ranking of kings, which is coming into my weekly anime list. Um, yes, and it's also pretty good. 
would have rather put this over some other stuff that we watched so far, like maybe Platinum Inn. And also, mm-hmm. once again, thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you for the new producer. We appreciate you coming by and listening to us every week. Um, and that's been episode 125 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I'm at Polo Barnfly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike, Mike, Mike Check. check, 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 check. I think that's the best echo I heard in a while. That might have been a Cleveland echo. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu.